Welcome to Bring on the Mess, a show where we have real conversations about how to embrace life's messiness and how we find ways to show up and uncover our true selves. I'm Beth Ann Dorman, the CEO at For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer here at For All Seasons. You know, Lisa, we have something really exciting to share with everyone today, and we're so glad that you're here listening with us because we've been doing a really exciting project at For All Seasons called Bring on the Mess, the Stress of the Holidays and Taking Care of You. Yeah, and it was really important for us to be able to do something like this to help the community know that sometimes things could be really messy or could be really tough during the holidays and maybe offer some nuggets for folks to take away it's just a reminder of what we can do to take care of ourselves during the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. And you all are listening to us on the podcast and you're used to just hearing our voices. So we're excited to share with you that you can also log into forallseasonsholiday.org and be able to see us on video as we're having some of these longer conversations. We did a series of four videos throughout the month of December, and so we want to introduce to you the first two, and then when we're back with you in the next two weeks, we will wrap up that series. And so the first conversation was centered on the holiday blues, and then our second conversation was really centered on children and stress and the holidays. Yeah, these are really great conversations that we had, and I really enjoyed our time together to be able to talk about some really important topics that people may not have thought about or maybe some things that are on their mind about how to manage some of the holiday stress. And so I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for folks to jump on and, like you said, see our faces this time, not just our voices. (laughs) So we thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We're going to turn it over to the other end of ourselves on video. (laughs) And so we look forward to being back with you in two weeks where we will continue the conversation with Bring on the Mess, managing the stress and taking care of yourself during the holidays. So Lisa, we'll turn it over now to the video series. Welcome to Bring on the Mess, managing stress and taking care of you during the holidays. I'm Beth Ann Dorman, the CEO of For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer at For All Seasons. And we are so excited to debut for you today a holiday series that will be released each Friday. And really what we're wanting to do is bring a message to you each week that helps you find joy and peace during what can be a challenging time because we all know the holidays aren't always what we want them to be or what the world thinks they should be. And so we're really excited today to jump right in and we're gonna talk about holiday blues today. Yeah, I think there's this expectation about what we should be like during the holidays. It should be happy, it should be cheery. (laughs) Everybody looks perfect. (laughs) (laughs) My clothes are well done, my hair is just great. And we know that that doesn't always fit for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And the holiday blues are something that people talk about feeling, especially with seasonal affective disorder, just sometimes our bodies aren't as happy simply because it's darker earlier, there's not as much sunlight, and then you add in the stress of the holidays and it can really be overwhelming. It can, because the holidays mm-hmm. could bring up a lot for people. You know, there's losses that happen during holidays, there's people that we might miss because they're overseas, and so holidays can bring up a whole lot of feelings for us. Maybe our family is here, but we're not so excited about seeing right. them. <laughs> I think so many times we look at the Facebook pictures that we see on the screen and we see these beautiful family photos that arrive in our mailbox, and I always chuckle 
when I see some Christmas cards where the family just looks perfect. And I think, my goodness, that is not at all what it's like to get that photo. And that is not what it's like on a daily basis when you're trying to get through school with you have children and trying to manage who's coming into town when and how many gifts do you need and is there enough wrapping paper and my favorite is where's the scotch tape because that's my question <laughs> that i ask all the time during the holidays right so just trying to figure out how to manage all the expectations could feel really overwhelming and stressful i mean actually i do know because you and i've talked about it for both of us mm -hmm. and i know that when i talk with my friends or family or just clients that i work with the idea of having to meet the expectations of the holidays could cause us to feel a little bit down and trying to figure out how do we manage those expectations of ourselves, of our families, and others can be really challenging. And that's where you and I talk so much about having a plan and really being able to say, what do I need? Part of this series is about taking care of you during the holidays because often we take care of everyone else's needs and it leaves us deflated. And right. so really being able to sit and think through families coming in on this day, what do I need to be prepared? And maybe it's saying no to certain things. I think that's a big part of the holidays that there's so much going on and there's so many parties and there's so many things happening that we really have to be able to say, here might be the expectation that everybody has of where I'm gonna show up, okay. but here's where I can show up and here's how I can show up so that I can be taking care of me and my family needs during the holidays. Right, and I know a word that is always thrown out during these times, self-care and boundaries. Mm -hmm. And boundaries are just the expectation that you have for me and I have for you. So it's just putting things out there clearly for people to understand what's my capacity. And so I hear you talking about boundaries and then I often hear about self-care. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's selfish of me to do this or I really need to keep going, going, going. Right. When the reality is we need to set our own internal boundaries and then our external boundaries for others. Absolutely, and sometimes that involves doing things that maybe other people might judge and say, oh, I can't believe that you're giving your kids screen time, or I can't believe right. that your kids are not involved in the, the holiday play. And maybe it's just that as adults are gonna need a break, and so we might have to say, it's okay to just go watch a movie. It's okay not to do the dishes that are sitting in the sink and just be able to dig into family time. Or it's okay that when every activity that's put out to your kids isn't a yes, yes, yes. That piece is really important, not only because we have to have boundaries, but because our children need us to set those boundaries so that their holiday break is not exhausting. Right. So that when they get back to school the day after New Year's Day, they're able to function because they haven't been run ragged during that 10 day period. Right, I often say, <clears throat> When I go on vacation or have a vacation, sometimes I need a vacation from right. the vacation. <laughs> so um, true. <laughs> because it's so exhausting having to keep up with everything. And I will say, it's so funny because I know that we could say, just let it go mm -hmm. or just say no. But we also have to be mindful of what we're telling ourselves during that time. So if I decide I'm going to take care of myself by watching a movie or having a cup of tea or working out mm -hmm. or whatever it might be for my self-care is then not to own the guilt or the negative feelings right. or the thoughts that go along with that mm -hmm. because it could bring up a lot during this time. So we talked at the beginning of the segment about grief and how that shows up at the holidays. So when we're managing all these feelings, the stress, we also have to remember that 
sometimes grief is what we're working through because we're missing someone right. or we're missing the person being at the table for the first time. I think it's really important to acknowledge that holidays could be the first for someone. So the first time that someone's not sitting at the table because they've passed away or they can't make it home. And so really being able to recognize how we are working through what's happening for us and not feeling shame that we're not doing okay. And it's okay to show emotion and it's okay to say, I just don't have it in me today. Right, and I really appreciate the words, I just don't have that in me today, because sometimes that could be attached with the shame that you talked about earlier. Oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me. Why don't I have it in me? I should go, this is the holidays, I should be happy. And the reality is, like you said, there's things that have shifted. So whether it's a change of status, like, you know, somebody being divorced and then somebody not being there for the first time, whether it's somebody losing somebody that they love and them not being there, a family member being deployed, I think it's so important to acknowledge this is what I'm feeling. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm experiencing. And... You and I both talk about Brene Brown and shame, Mm -hmm. and shame will grow. That feeling of shame grows if we keep it secret, we keep it silent, and we Mm -hmm. judge it. And so the more that we can find somebody to share with and Mm -hmm. say, here's what I'm going through, and find that right person. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you know who you can get that from, because sometimes we share with someone who will respond with at least. Right. And so that's the complete opposite of what we need because it might just be we need somebody to listen. Right. And you should be over that by now. Right. They've been deceased for two years. Mm -hmm. It's Those are reminders that, you know, these holidays can be challenging for us. And then the reminder of finding a place to connect, not just with yourself, but with that special person or that person who could really hear your story is so important. One of the things I love about the holidays is it also gives an opportunity to think about the things that bring comfort. We talk about whether it's a comfort food. There's there's strategies that we can be using mm-hmm. to work through. You and I call them the little nuggets that we leave. But I was just at a training this past week and they were asking about what's your comfort food. And I can remember my grandmother's sausage and rye toast sandwich that mm-hmm. she would make on Christmas morning. And so what I was thinking this week was how important it is to infuse some of those moments mm-hmm. and some of those memories and those shared and treasured times because my grandmother's not here anymore. And how can I fit that into the menu? Or how can I take a moment to journal? There's so many times where we move so fast that we forget to sort of take that pause Mm -hmm. and think about, okay, as I'm planning, knowing that I've got all this going on, where can I have moments of someone who I'm missing in my day? Yeah, oh, I love that. It reminds me, (laughs) it's so interesting. I have a memory of my grandmother and she came from Italy, came over and she made homemade Uh, raviolis and they were like this big and they were so amazingly good you just couldn't stop eating them (laughs) and as you were talking and talking about your grandmother like I felt that connection Mm -hmm. and that smile and so yeah bringing up those positive things those safe places Mm -hmm. that allow us to connect with some of the good stuff that happens during the holidays especially when we're missing people I love that idea yeah and one of the other things I was listening to a radio broadcast earlier this week and it was talking about some of the stress and the blues that are created because we can't have the perfect holiday that everyone else has. And so maybe it's that your Christmas tree doesn't look as full as the other Christmas trees that are being thrown up on Facebook. Or maybe the Thanksgiving table is not as filled. And so I think it's important for us to acknowledge that this is a hard time for families. Mm -hmm. Costs are going up. Vegetables are more expensive. So they were talking on the radio podcast about 
how much more it is going to be to be able to have a Thanksgiving meal this year just based in money. And so I think the other piece is that we have to acknowledge that we can have a different kind of holiday that mm -hmm. might not look like that Facebook or Hallmark holiday, but it's just as special to us. And so sitting down and having a plan with whoever you're planning your meal with and saying, what's important to you and how can we infuse those important memories and maybe it's a dish at the table or maybe it's we're not going to have as many gifts and actually opening up that conversation for our children and for the family i have a great friend who's just recently moved to the area and she has made it known to all of her kids there's not going to be christmas like it was this year i'm, mm -hmm. I'm re-establishing myself and so sometimes just owning where we are and letting people know so we go back to setting those expectations. So I love the idea of creating new traditions with families and so going in and saying here's the expectation and let's create a new tradition mm -hmm. and maybe getting everyone in on that is a really great idea because Maybe instead of having a turkey this year, maybe you have macaroni and cheese. Right. And that's the new tradition. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Because it's not about the food. Mm -hmm. It's not about the presence. It's about... The connection. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We're so grateful that we can continue these conversations throughout the month of December yeah. and really bring to light some important pieces. If you are watching our first video, we encourage you to come back and see us again. Again, every Friday we'll release one of our videos. And really it's just an opportunity for you to spend some time thinking about what's upcoming for you in the month. You can visit forallseasonsholiday.org to get more information. You can sign up through email. There's also ways that you'll be able to find the videos on our Facebook page. And so we're really excited to continue this series with you throughout the month of December. And we hope that you find Bring on the Mess, the, the stress of the holidays and taking care of you, a way that you can take care of you this holiday season. We'll see you soon. Welcome to Bring on the Mess, the stress of the holidays and taking care of you. I'm Beth Ann Dorman, the CEO of For All Seasons. And I'm Lisa Lee, the Chief Clinical Officer at For All Seasons. And maybe you're joining us for the first time, or maybe you've seen our video series already. We are so excited to be back with you for a second time. We've decided this month to be bringing videos to you each Friday to really talk about the trueness of what the holidays bring. We're going to be covering topics to try to really talk through some things that help us find peace and joy during the holiday season. Last week, we talked a little bit about that perfect holiday and how we work through our holiday blues. So if you haven't seen that video yet, I encourage you to check it out. But this week, we're going to really be talking about something that I think hits all of us, Absolutely. and that is kids and stress at the holidays. Absolutely. It can be really challenging for kids to have to manage through all of what they're supposed to be doing and who they should be seeing <laughs> right. and wanting to play with during the holidays. Absolutely. Our kids are inundated from, I mean, you figure Halloween happened on the 31st of October, <laughs> right. and there's already Christmas stuff out. There's already talk of Hanukkah. There's talk of all the holiday season, and it begins so early that there's such this amped up hype <laughs> over what's supposed to happen. And when you are dealing with a child who has anxiety or stress over big things happening, that can really be jarring for kids. Absolutely. Well, my son is super excited. My youngest, he's really excited. He's like, can we get the Christmas tree out right. already? I'm like... Oh, let's slow down. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I want to actually even say that again. Let's slow down mm, mm -hmm. because it could go so fast yeah. that we could miss so right. much for this. We could miss what our kids are dealing with. We could miss sort of the pleasure of what the holiday can bring mm -hmm. us. So 
yeah, let's slow down and maybe have a conversation a little bit about how to manage kids and the holiday stress that they might be experiencing. Absolutely. And I don't know about your family, but I feel like within my family, once Halloween comes, you've got the rush of Thanksgiving and then it is like a full on train. And in the Polar Express where the train is like going off the tracks, there's really something to be said about pulling back, slowing down and really thinking through the holiday season because our kids know that school is going to be out. They know that there's going to be some vacation coming. That can be really stressful for some kids because then that structure goes away. Absolutely. And so for those kids who are used to get up at this time, go to school, come home at this time, maybe there's a practice, you throw in a 10-day holiday where there's a million things happening and there's nothing that is structured, and that can really be stressful for kids. It can. And we talked about managing expectations in our last for adults, but it's also managing expectations now for kids right. and what to expect during the holidays. Mm -hmm. And so during that time off when there's not a lot of structure, what could we do to create some structure? Because that really helps kids, helps adults too, mm -hmm. but that really helps kids to figure out sort of their place in the world is what are we going to be doing? Right. And making sure that as we're planning that structure, that we are not over planning. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I get <laughs> yes, an email you. every hour of this Christmas event happening, this Hanukkah event happening. There's this at the, the ice display at the Gaylord down in DC. And then there's something happening over here. And there's this Christmas village popping up. And I look at my calendar and I think about the time that we really have to truly invest in good family time. And we could, if we chose, schedule ourselves every morning and every evening with something holiday related for all the weekends. And knowing that our kids will then be exhausted. Right. And so when we are seeing children who are having a tantrum in the store or our own children are having a tantrum at home because they're so tired, we as parents then have to take a step back and say, are we doing too much? Right. When you were explaining we could go to this, we can go to that, we can go to this. It was really interesting. I felt myself being like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Too much. <laughs> and so I can only imagine what kids' little systems are going through, having to manage, I've got to go there, go to here. And, you know, sometimes they just need an opportunity, like you said, to stay home. And maybe it's we're playing a board game. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's we're playing cards. Mm -hmm. But to do something at a slower pace might be something that could be helpful for the family. And I would say, again, going back to planning it out and talking to your mm -hmm. kids or your family about Here's kind of what I'm thinking. What are you guys thinking about what you want to do during the holiday? Yeah. As you're thinking, as you're saying, let's plan it out with the family. The other thing I'm thinking about is the travel oh. that kids do at the holidays. And I, I did not grow up in Maryland. I'm from New York. And so when I go home to New York to my family, it is mad dash to see friends, to see family. And we finally got to a place where I had to say to everybody, here's when I'm coming. Right. If you'd like to come to us, here's where we will be. Because I also think that we feel this obligation to make sure that our kids are seeing everyone when we are traveling. And so maybe the conversation with the family is, we're going to be here this year. And we really would love to be able to spend the holidays together. But here's what we can do. And so also, I think, managing those expectations for family and friends. Mm -hmm. And thinking about ways that maybe you create a structure or a place where more people can 
come together at once versus trying to spread it out over five days so that we do work in those moments of you can stay in your pajamas all day because we're going nowhere. Right. And letting your kids be able to just have a morning of whatever they want to do. Right. Well, and I think about, I also am not from here. When I used to travel back to Illinois to visit family or friends, it was the same thing, trying to figure out how do you fit everything in. And that could be exhausting. And my kids didn't know everybody. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes there's this expectation that they should be going up and hugging aunt so-and-so or uncle so-and-so. And so really helping them with the boundaries of what they feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's a high five or maybe it's a handshake or maybe it's taking a few minutes before getting into the door to settle them. And I use the word orienting. So finding the space Mm -hmm. to be able to say, okay, I know where I'm at. And now I feel, I use the word grounded, but settled Mm -hmm. so that I can kind of go in and be with my family or friends. As you're saying that, the other thing that I'm thinking about is those perfect pictures with Santa Mm -hmm. and some of the ways that sometimes we want our children to show up for events like that. And so maybe working through that you might not get a picture with Santa because I think we need to pay attention to what's comfortable for our kids along those lines as well. So if your child is having a difficult time in the line with Santa, maybe this just isn't the year. I remember when my kids were little and there's a picture of my youngest and it just wasn't the year. It just wasn't the year for that. And I think it's important for us parents to also manage those expectations and what could come up for us about, oh my gosh, my kid doesn't want to be with Santa Claus and people are looking at me or whomever, whatever it is, even if it's visiting family or friends. And to really kind of settle into our own, okay, what's coming up for me so that I'm calm when I'm handling or working with my child to be able to help them build the skills that they need Mm -hmm. in order to manage these situations. Because for me, it's really about how am I teaching my child to build skills that are going to be helpful for them throughout life? Right, right. And I think that applies too as we think about how kids interact with one another during the holidays. So there may be the perfect gift that our child wanted, and maybe this just isn't the year to afford it. Mm -hmm. But they may have a friend who's gotten everything they want and more. And so being able to have some conversations with children about the expectation of let's talk about what you want on your Christmas list or on your Hanukkah list and really being able to have a conversation about how to make moments really special regardless of the price tag that's attached and so if they're seeing somebody's Christmas tree with 50 gifts under it and your tree only has five that's okay and helping children understand and navigating some of the skills to have a good set of expectations as well. Right, and when they don't get the gift they want from aunt so-and-so or uncle so-and-so, the skill of being able to say, thank you, (laughs) even though it wasn't the latest whatever they wanted. And Mm -hmm. so being able to manage their own disappointment, I think is a really important skill too for our kids to have to learn how to develop. Absolutely. We talk a little bit about the rush and the hustle and bustle of the holidays and how much there is to do. And we are really excited that when you visit forallseasonsholiday.org, we're going to have some downloads for you. And we see these things on Pinterest and on Instagram, and it's like the list of 400 things on the bucket list (laughs) that you can accomplish during the holiday season. And we're creating our own for you that's really based in that taking care of yourself and the self-care piece. And so we encourage you to visit for all seasons, holiday.org. 
we will have some downloads and it's going to really be a smaller checklist of how you can take care of you and your family during this season. Again, we're so glad that you've joined us. And if you missed our first episode, we encourage you to go back and view that. We'll be back with you again next Friday. When you go to forallseasonsholiday.org, you're also going to have an opportunity to put your email in. That's not only going to give you access to the downloads that I just talked about, but it's also going to give you an alert when our next video is out. So we hope to see you next week for Bring on the Mess, the Stress of the Holidays, and Taking Care of Yourself. Again, I'm Beth Ann Dorman. This is Lisa Lee, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for Bring on the Mess. I encourage you to visit our webpage for allseasonsholiday.org for more information on the holiday series. We look forward to being back with you in two weeks where we will continue that series. Join us and we look forward to talking with you soon.